For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona Space Institute, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Ali Barangi, a professor of hydrology and atmospheric sciences at the University of Arizona. Welcome, Ali. Ali, you've been working on combining satellite data with in-situ data, measurements on the ground, to get more accurate measurements of precipitation. The first thing I have to ask is, how do you measure precipitation with satellite? Uh, yes, this is a very interesting question. The data that come down from the satellite are actually not precipitation directly. Uh, they are in the form of radiances in the case of microwave or infrared instruments or reflectivity in the case of radar. Could you give a specific example of how it's, it's raining someplace and a satellite is measuring what? And what does that tell you? Yeah, so there are different types of observations. Uh, as I mentioned, one of them could be from microwave wavelengths and the other one can be from infrared images. So for the infrared case, we look at the temperature of the top of the cloud, and then we try to correlate it with the uh, rain rate or precipitation rate near the surface. And by establishing this relationship, we can only observe the top of the cloud temperatures from satellite and then retrieve precipitation rate from that image. In the case of microwave, we are not necessarily looking at the top of the cloud. We are looking at the entire column of atmosphere below the cloud. And then we retrieve information from the entire column and correlate it with the observations on the ground to come up with our own retrieval algorithm. The good thing about using microwave is we have much more information, much more direct information about the precipitation than infrared observations, which only measures top of the cloud information. Ali, what is the latest project you've been working on and what's your role with it? We just released uh, the Global Precipitation Climatology Project or GPCP. It is one of the few state-of-the-art global long-term precipitation product that goes back to 1983. Uh, this is a well-maintained product and is widely used as an observation reference by international communities. The GPCP product has um, been cited more than 5,000 journal papers, and it is being used by uh, international agencies, especially like the Inter Governmental Panel on Climate Change or IPCC report, which is very important for climate change studies. This product, the role, of, the role I play um, currently is a principal investigator on this um, project, which is a NASA-funded project. And uh, we, uh, we have a team of uh, various scientists uh, from uh, NASA Goddard Space Flight Center, from University of Maryland, uh, from uh, uh, international partners uh, in Germany, as well as Netherlands and uh, Environmental Canada. How many different satellites are you pulling in data from for this project? One of the interesting things that we, in this project, for the first time we did, was we found a way to use the most recent satellites that are very high quality and try to use those high quality products to revise or guide the precipitation record that goes back to 1983 in this case. And that advancement enables using very advanced sensors and improve the climate record. This is the first time that we did it in this project. 
Can you point to some major findings that show something about the practical application of this? Yes, the Global Precipitation and Climatology Project is very important for understanding the energy budget of the Earth. And uh, our new, newly developed product shows that the global precipitation has been underestimated by about 7% over ocean and about 4.5% globally. This has very important application in energy and water balance analysis and how the planet reacts to the changes in climate. Thanks for talking with us. Thank you so much, Tim, for the interview. This is Tim Swindle, and you have been listening to Arizona Science. Our guest today has been Ali Barangi, who has been using satellite data to get more accurate precipitation records. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.